0: Hello and welcome back to Lantern with Books. I'm Sophie. And I'm Claire. And we are two ex-librarians staying in touch through the power of books and, you know, through our reading club. And we are currently reading Truth Be Told by Sue Divin and we are basically on the final chapters now. Uh, I think we've got about 34 pages left.
1: I know, we did talk about reading the, all of it, didn't we? But we said no, 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 we'll just do the 50 pages, but i could have just kept on reading i think i
0: mean to be fair for any like avid fans of the channel (laughs) you may have noticed we've been away for a while yeah um and that was just holidays really um not because we were reading to the
1: end and we had to read 84 pages No, we just couldn't find a time where we could connect because you had people staying and I had people staying and then you were on holiday and it was like, when are we going to do this thing?
0: (laughs) But we're back, we're back. (laughs) (laughs) So
1: what did you think about these 50 pages, Claire? Well, it's it's all kind of kicking off still and revealing more interesting bits about Faith and Tara's sort of background really, isn't it? I mean, um, it started off in the first lot of the 50 pages where she's she's gotten back into her running, hasn't she? She's stopped smoking, she's running again, and she's in, like, this race, and she sees Megan, doesn't she? And mm. uh, she's hurt herself, and she actually stops and helps her, and then they have this whole discussion about Oran, and, dis- and basically Tara discovers that Oran is is a liar and why did she waste her time with him? And they've now formed... A friendship, friendship. really, haven't they? Because
0: I think she'd wasted so much time, her and Megan, just being mean over Oran and actually he was the person causing problems. Yeah, exactly. Um, They didn't need to dislike each other. So that Mm -hmm. kind of rounded up. I have to say, actually, these 50 pages, even though there was um, chapters with Tara in them, those... Chapters weren't, say, massive reveals, I don't think. I feel like we were tying up her story and then the rest of the pages were kind of getting to the crescendo of Faith's story and everything kind of imploded at the same time. Um, Oh, it sure did, didn't it? (laughs) It sure did. (laughs) So her story was very exciting and it was just like ping-pong, you were going from one thing to another. So her friend, Bethany, who I knew was annoying from the start kind of outs her on social media so of course she has to have that intervention um and all the the holy people come over and kind of tell her that it's wrong and all that kind of stuff and she's obviously devastated and she runs out of the house doesn't she yeah yeah after
1: they're cleansing her yeah. of her sins.
0: And you're like, oh, she's going to find her people and she's going to be safe. But oh, no, she runs from that into an even bigger mess um, with Jack yeah. and his uncle, which was... I
1: did not expect it. It was a shock completely. Well, they were fighting, weren't they, in the barn? And and mm. she was like, oh, my God, what's going on? And then And then something happens to Jack and then... Uncle Steve does something else as well, but fortunately, the dad comes in to save the moment. Don't want to, don't want to reveal too much about no, what happens. No, but I
0: will say, like, I do feel like everything's wrapping up now. Like, there's been a lot of closure yes. and a lot of the plot lines. Like, we've finally found out about Uncle Steve's connection. Um, yeah, you know, I think. Things with Faith's family and her religion, I feel like that's coming to a nice kind of point where it will wrap up and it won't be like she's going to be abandoned or anything like that. Um, Well, I'm hoping that's going to be the end. It seems like it's heading that way.
1: Yeah, it does seem to be, doesn't it? That they're all going to reconcile and maybe come together. And I still think, though, that it's still up in the air as to why the mums didn't don't react about the twin thing. I don't know.
0: Oh, I know. Maybe in this last 30 pages right. we'll I have don't. an
1: answer. Yeah, maybe we will. There's a lot of reuniting because uh, there's a really nice moment in the book when uh, Tara's family is reunited with Sam's family. He got killed, didn't he? Yeah. And it's like these Protestants and Catholics are all sat in the room and they're all having tea and biscuits and... And uh, it did say in the book, if I can have a little read of that, which I thought was uh, quite nicely said, that um, everyone sits again and it turns out Protestants and Catholics are all the same when it's about cups of tea and plates of biscuits. The whole country could have been sorted with better catering. Kathy and Nan both politely refused the chocolate biscuits on the first tour of the plate, with Mam and Helen both calorie counting and muttering, doesn't it all just sneak up on you as they shake their heads? One whisper from Emma of, sure, it's nearly Christmas, though, and the pattern's almost off the plate with the crumbs. I'm dispatched by Mam for a refill and to stick on the kettle again while I'm at it. You know, it's just like little moments like that I think is really nice.
0: Yeah, I feel like, you know, this story is, you know, two two halves of, like, say, the twins, so it's a mirror image of them both. And Tara's had a lot of misconceptions. Like, she was quite pro-IRA, and then she she found out that Oren wasn't that nice, and then what happened with her nan, and she kind of realised that actually everything she thought wasn't what she thought, and maybe mm-hmm. she shouldn't have those beliefs. And then, meanwhile, stuff that happened with Faith kind of affirmed to faith that maybe the IRA weren't to blame for all of her issues as well. Maybe they were just as bad as, um, mm-hmm. you know, the Catholics. And I just thought that technically their mirror images, kind of related to them being twins as well. And it, Sue Divin's kind of always hammering home that when it came to that conflict, nobody was in the right and nobody was in the wrong. Yeah,
1: which is basically the story of what happens in Ireland anyway, isn't it? Yeah. You know, everybody blames everybody else, but actually, if you all just sit down and have a nice discussion, you'd probably get on better. You know, it's it's a funny old thing, religion, isn't it?
0: Yeah, and it's interesting, because, you know, she's kind of pasted these teen issues onto quite a hardcore kind of topic, and it's nice because teens can almost access
1: that whilst also reading stories that they enjoy about. So we should leave it on that, we're going to review the book next week. We're not going to discuss the 35 pages. We're just going to kind of just finish the book and say whether we liked it or not, of
0: course. Yeah, will it be a return, renew or overdue? Yeah, yeah. You'll find out in the next podcast. We'll also let you know what our next book club book will be and it is going to be quite a different one. We have done many genres uh, for many different
1: kinds of readers as well, so get excited! <laughs> yeah, I'm looking forward to it. If I think it, if I think it's the one that we've discussed, mm. yeah, I've got to go to the. I think Scarborough Library have got it in, so I'm going to nip there and see if I can pick it up. <laughs> <laughs> see, we're just laying out all these teasers.
0: <laughs> <sighs> so Claire, we've been away for two weeks. Did you finish The Rosie
1: Project? I did finish The Rosie Project, yes, by Graham uh, Simpson. Um, I really I really enjoyed the novel. He was such a quirky character and in the end it was kind of, he realised that he was doing all these projects and this trying to find her dad and it was really that he was falling in love with her and and he realised that, he wasn't very good at doing that and it kept going a bit backwards and forwards I'm not going to spoil the ending or anything but he definitely made steps to try and have a relationship with Rosie it was very very sweet so I would say that I would give the book a a, uh, a renew mm, that's good I liked it that it was really quite funny and quite entertaining, and lots of lots of interesting characters in there. It was good. So last time we spoke, I had started a memory called
0: Empire, and I wasn't. I was a bit like, I'm not sure how this is gonna go. Um, I'm halfway through the book now, and I'm actually enjoying it. It's definitely like most sci-fi's. You start reading it. And it makes absolutely no sense. And then the more you read it, the more you realise what everything means. I also noticed at the back of the book, she's actually got like, um, a, like a bibliography sort of thing. Of like what all the terms mean and who all the people are. Oh, that's handy. It is. But I never usually go to the back of the books. So I don't want spoilers. Um, but I found it and I was like, this is really helpful. <laughs> if I forget people. A Memory Called Empire by Arcady. Uh, martini it kind of reminds me of i read a book when i worked at the library called the diabolic by S. G. S. J. sj kinsad i'm not sure if you read that i don't think you read that one did you claire no And it was a sci-fi and it has very similar themes to this one where someone from a small station in space goes to the Empire and has to be an ambassador and there's all these political narratives and people trying to assassinate them and you're like, what's going on? (laughs) So it's actually got a lot better, um, which is nice, because I wasn't
1: too sure about that book and I was Mm. like, have I made a mistake? (laughs) Yeah, when you talked about it last time, you weren't quite sure. I
0: wasn't, but I'm. I'm really enjoying it now. Um, I've also started a book called Death in Croissants by Ian Moore. And the reason I've got two books on the go is because I bought Death and Croissants ages ago with my sister, and we were like, this is going to be our next book club book. But then, because sometimes we read the same book, but then she was like, oh, I'm reading this, so I can't read that. And then I was like, I'm reading this, so I can't read that. And I said to her, just let me know when you finish your book, and then I'll start reading it. But she didn't tell me, did she? So she's like halfway through the book, and then sends me a picture, and I'm like, no, I've got to start reading that too. And I've actually got past her now because I thought I had to, like, make up time. So I'm currently reading Death and Quassons as well, which is funny because I've got a sci-fi on the go, and then this, which is a very funny murder mystery where it's tongue-in-cheek. It's about a man that set up this B&B in France, and he's just trying to live a quiet life. But then um, one of his guests goes missing, one of his chickens gets murdered, and this very, like, fashionable, glamorous, dramatic Parisian woman like comes to his B&B and wants to investigate all of these um, strange happenings so he has to go round with her and like discover the mystery and it's just really
1: funny. That sounds right up my street.
0: Yeah it is hilarious Claire and it's only like 280 pages I think the book.
1: Right. It's really so
0: short and I just love it because there's this rival B&B and the owners are <laughs> they're the kind of people that where you put your car keys in a bowl. They're those kind of people. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) And nudists. And, oh, my God, it is just so funny because they have to keep going to these people's houses because that's where all the clues are. It's just, it's hilarious. But, yeah, it's really, you know, there's a bit of intrigue, there's a bit of mystery, but also the characters are just quite funny as well. Sounds a good one. Yeah, I think you'd like that. I'm enjoying that a lot. And then on holiday, I uh, listened to the audiobook, the third thursday murder book called the bullet that missed by richard osmond and i said that i was going to listen to this one last time and that's why i had to read the second book really quick <laughs> and it was amazing the um narrator on that book was something else she had such a great voice and she personalized the characters really well Um we listened to it as we were driving around Northumberland, so it was so good and then we got home as the book finished so i was like wow <laughs> what timing <laughs> What timing! Very good timing, I know. But I would say for anybody that's picked up The Thursday Murder Club, I think this one could be the best book. I, oh. His books just get better and better.
1: I've never read a series well, when they get Well, it's really better. unusual, yeah, because often, you know, you read the first book and then the second and third books, no, they're all right, but, but these are just getting better and better. I, I feel like with most
0: sequels, you know everything about the characters, so it's just like mm. a new plot. Whereas this one, the characters just seem to develop and develop and develop, but you don't feel like there's any over-the-top new information that we should have known earlier, if that makes sense. It's all like these nuanced characteristics that um, make it so enjoyable to read. I absolutely loved it. The story was great. It's um, an overdue for me. I think his entire series would be an overdue. The first book, maybe not so much, because I
1: found it a bit slow, but the other two, amazing. Oh, brilliant talking about sequels um, I am reading Rachel Coverdale's second book that she has sent out to us which is the boy who dared uh, this time they've gone camping with their dad and Greg is having those feelings where he's he can hear some animals are in trouble and there's a puppy farm involved near These where guys. they're camping. I know. They're always getting themselves into trouble. I know, I know. And it's told from three perspectives. So you've got Greg and you've got James and you've got Ahmed this time. So they keep sharing it. And I quite like how they do it, how she does it because one of the characters will be in a situation and then the next chapter is a different character and it kind of backtracks the situation but then carries on. So backtracks into what's been, and then carries on, and then the next one it'll, do you know what I mean? It's a bit like that. Yeah, yeah,
0: but it doesn't feel repetitive.
1: No, not at all, because you're getting it from their side of the story. But they, yeah, they've got themselves into a bit of a pickle. So they've been uh, captured in this puppy farm, James and Ahmed, and Greg is currently in some kind of sewage tunnel with a Jack Russell and her puppies. Oh, Greg.
0: <laughs> I feel
1: like Greg always gets in the most trouble somehow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's very good. It's it's Again, it's full of action. There's lots going on, and it, you, you just want to keep on reading it. It's easy reading as well. It's perfect for, you know, junior fiction. It's great. I'll have
0: to add that to my list. Next week, I'll be reading three books. No, I'm hoping to finish two of them <laughs> at the same time. <laughs>
1: And I'm going to read that well my next read will be that book that you bought me for oh, gosh, my birthday. Oh gosh, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to start I'm excited that to
0: one. hear what that one's like actually because it sounds mm. really interesting.
1: What are the book news? Not a lot of book news. I did take I've been taking my books around places to get pictures because I took it to um in the village that I'm in. We have a we have a pumpkin patch. And I thought I'd take it there and photograph it there. Oh, that is good. I do like your photographs. I took my
0: book with me on holiday to take a picture of it, but then it rained pretty much every day, and I was like, I can't take this
1: book out (laughs) and about. (laughs) It's not waterproof. And I took The Boy Who Dared to the Abbey on uh, Saturday night because they, up at the Abbey, they are, because it's the 75th anniversary of Dracula, so they're doing. They did a special Dracula thing up there. So Ooh. I took my book with me and um, took pictures of it with the the coloured because they they for the for the week up to Halloween they um, light up the Abbey. So every night, so I look out my window and every night I can see like the the Abbey changing colours. It's great. Wow, that sounds really fun. I know, I know. It's very exciting. Good. I so I saw Dracula. Yeah you're not a vampire well you never know (gasps) a
0: lifetime of reading and more Well that is all from us. Next week we will be reviewing Truth Be Told by Sue Diven and we'll be telling you our new book club book which of course you can join in with uh, by getting it from a library or purchasing it on audiobook or Kindle or an actual copy but we will let you know what that is next week. We will obviously have more book reviews for you as well because we're constantly reading and we should be back to our usual schedule which will be Mondays unless life gets in the way which it has a habit of doing, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, we're going to be fine.
1: <laughs> we're going to be back on track now. <laughs> we're
0: going to be fine. <laughs> but as usual, follow us on our Instagram at with books because we've always got great little pictures and content. We always keep that updated even if we're busy. So you can always see what we're up to and what we're reading over on our Instagram. It is goodbye from me. And it's goodbye from me. <laughs>